Welcome to the SQL Podcast episode 62. Today we are having a threesome and we're going to be talking all about breakups. I'm here with the Black Mamba, he's back. I'm here down under in Australia and I'm also here with Giant Heart, the Reinhardt. So fucking excited to have you boys today. Thank you for being here. It's a pleasure. It's a pleasure to have you back in the in the in the hanky ruffle. Uh, I'm, I'm it's street. definitely it's definitely not a brothel this time. This is a proper workhouse and workstation. So Sim and I used to live together, and it was um, Barkley brothel, and now this is like the hanky, the hanky spanky. So who knows what that is? But anyway, boys, thank you so much for having me back in Australia at the house for x amount of time and yeah today what we're going to talk all about breakups are you sexually addicted to her is it like is she, are you addicted to this woman like crack cocaine because the sex is so good or is it actually a proper relationship and these boys in front of me holy fuck they have seen me go through some insane fucking breakups and shit like that and they, i told them they don't have to hold back and i've seen them go through some insane breakups and stuff like that we're going to talk about are you sexually addicted to the woman or is it a great relationship? And we're going to break that down and how to actually get over that today because we've got Giant Heart who actually is a fucking beast when it comes to going through breakups and stuff like that. So, <laughs> so he's been through way he's too many. specialist. Yeah, the specialist of breakups. So with that right, all being you. said, we're here to make men men again and best you've had inside the bed, best, best you've had inside and outside the bedroom. So that's why these guys are here and I've known these guys a long fucking time. They've got a wealth of knowledge. So let's get cranking, boys. Let's start with the breakup though. Reinhardt, let's hand it over to you, mate. <laughs> well, <laughs> the, f- the funny thing is like when I think about breakups, I think about walking into a, a darkly lit, lit room and... I think it was hello from Adele playing and seeing Andrew <laughs> sulking <laughs> at a table, listening I'm, I'm to my birthday, going... wasn't it? Yeah, I couldn't go to <laughs> I couldn't go to Sim's birthday, so I was in the house sitting at the table. And you, everyone has their breakup songs. Sometimes it's Akon or like or whatever the fuck it is. And then for me, it was Adele that time. I'm sitting on the table with my hands on my fucking face, l- looking down, nearly crying. I think I was crying. I don't know. And then I was like, hello. <laughs> it's Steve Like you know Like this And then I'm looking up And Reinhardt's like Pissing himself laughing As he's seeing me Crying to Adele It was a funny moment but and, 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 and it was my birthday And he couldn't walk down 100 metres down the road <laughs> To come to my birthday dinner Even though he lived with me And he was one of my best mates <laughs> He was at home Crying to Adele <laughs> It must have been A serious breakup <laughs> It must have been Very serious Because I was like at the birthday party and I'm like, where's Andrew? <laughs> you're just like, oh, he's sulking at home crying. <laughs> I'm like, all right, I'll probably have to go around there to see if the guy's all right. And that's what I walked into. All right, I see. Where what the theme, a sight. I see where the theme's going. It's, a, it's an Andrew roasting show. <laughs> time to roast Andrew. <laughs> there has been multiple times where I have had to, another time, just in short, I'll give you the short, like, I was in the kitchen. Oh, this is fucked. I was in the kitchen. I want to give you how bad it really gets, guys, just to show you. Like, and having really amazing friends. Like, these two dudes are um, two of my best fucking friends. Like, I remember standing in the kitchen and I'm like looking at Sim and I'm like really tense. He's like, You all right? I'm like, Yes. And then I fuck, what happened? You just looked down and started crying. And then <laughs> I just walked up to you and gave you and held you for like a minute or two. And you were just crying on my shoulder. I saw. I still remember the feeling of each warm teardrop hitting my big biceps because I was jacked at the time. But now I'm not. <laughs> big biceps. <laughs> but big I remember I just, I just, I just, I just held him 
in the kitchen. It was a real like kind of like bro kind of moment where I was just <laughs> creating space for him just to grieve and not be alone. Because I think all the tension had just finally built up. Because he was like, yeah, no, I'm fine. No, it's all good. And then I just saw the look in his eyes like like a piece of glass ready to crack. And it cracked right in front of me. And that was a good point. That's when, you know, a lot of the tension gets released. The motion comes out, which and is nice to see. Yeah, I remember, you, I'm like, you're right. I'm like, yep. And then I helped, and then I cried. And I'm like, he's like, you got to like pass me. It's all going to be all right. I'm like, <laughs> oh, fuck. It's like, it's all going to be all right. You're going to find another one. And in those moments, like, there's never going to be a woman who fucks and sucks me like yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> Ever. Uh, yeah, yeah, we've thought that many times, haven't we? But yeah, there's been multitude of times where I've like gone through breakups, I've gone through the crying cycle, and then yeah, I'd like to break it down with you boys as well. And then actually, we'll just start off on a little bit of like a, te- a bit of a, a continuation of like what's some of the hardest breakups that you boys have gone through. Mm. <laughs> oh, the one one for you. Uh, oh, there's been a few. Like Sim and I have like this uh, little thing that we do we actually go for a nice big bush walk and we talk about the breakups that we go through and like seeing him like going you know what it is having really close fucking buddies in your life who got your back 100 percent. as much as this is going to be a bit of a fucking i'm going to get the shit ripped out of me on this podcast which yeah. is great <laughs> it's like i know they've got my back 100 percent. and likewise when they go when the when the shit hits the fan it's they're there 100 percent. and that's the that's it always gives me a peace of mind knowing that i've got a really solid um, team of people around me i've got a big bear waiting for you to be hugged yeah <laughs> and c- being able to cry in front of your mates as well holy moly yeah that's that's a that's a big one being able to cry being able to express yourself emotionally because you know you don't want to put on a mask when you're with your friends and that and that's a continuation of even in the good times mm. tough times the really sad trying times you don't want to put on any masks you know that is a marker of whether someone is your true friend when you don't have to put on a mask, when you don't have to play a role, when you don't have, don't have to play a character, you can be yourself. And that that is so important because you can actually heal and you can progress when you're being yourself and people can actually give you an insight <coughs> on what they see is, might be, you know, something that may, may be affecting your life. If you're not putting on a mask, they can see that for you. You know what I mean? They can help you see perspective. But if, you're, if you have a mask on all the time, it's going to be really hard to see perspective based on someone else's eyes because they, they don't know who the fuck you are. That's why having mm-hmm. true friends is so important. And I was like, sometimes like this for myself, I'll speak for myself. I'm like, fuck, was this love or was this just a drug-induced fuck coma? I like to use that one. It's like, holy shit, there's too many times. Like, Who was love? I'm like, no, hang on a second. We took too many drugs back in the day. We fucked just like crazy. And then all of a sudden I go, this was love. I'm like, hang on a second. I was blown away by the blowjob skills and I was blown away by who she, like her sexuality, which is fucking super important. But I was like, damn, what am I actually missing apart from the sex? Where it's like really breaking that down as well and then moving past that. And then what's there something in me that's missing that I go, I really fucking, yo, there's something in me that I don't feel um, adequate as a man to have that fucking human being in my life. And I go, well, I've got to do some deeper reflection. And I know us boys have done a lot of deep reflection, a lot of um, thinking and a lot of hard breakups. But I know I know for you as well, man, like the I remember... Reinhardt calling me up, obviously not going to drop names, but he called me up and we're just having a chat. Then same, he just burst out into fucking tears. And I was like, holy shit. I'm like, yo, man, I'm here for you, whatever you need. And sometimes that's the best thing you can do in that moment. He was just like, yeah, it's tough, dude. I've got to weather the storm and I'm going to get through this one. But it was fucking, like, he's seen me through thick and thin and so is Sim and it's really great to see. 
Reinhardt in that um, place where he's like opening up and as I spoke about last episode episode having really to really get to woman connect it's like you're showing all of you and then for the, your mates showing all of yourself to the really close people in your life yeah <laughs> I know that was tough for you as well dude but it was tough it was, it's all been tough all these all yeah, these things but I, I feel like going through these tough breakups you know you grow more you learn more um like you said, the illusion that you create within a relationship because you believe like this person is the one or, you know, you put them in, on a pedestal. So you derive your happiness from this relationship rather than from yourself doing your things, um, you know, growing the business that you want to grow and doing the things that you really care about and nourishing that instead of like fully like putting all your energy and time in a relationship that you perceive to be something that you've created in your mind you know we it's an illusionary perspective then rather than seeing it just from a real place like you said oh i took a lot of drugs and we had great sex but is that a deep is that a authentic great relationship you know yeah for sure and like really seeing that as well like and even like being with Reinhardt, like there's sometimes in relationships that like sometimes it didn't end in, in a way that was in, in his favor, like maybe getting cheated on or going through stuff like this. And then like going, oh, dude, then I'd get angry for him. He goes, dude, it's okay. It is what it is. I'm going to learn from this. Or then like myself and same with Sim. I know he's been in relationships longer than the used by date. Like, why the fuck are you still there? It's like we had this inside joke like, dude, I'm going to tie you to a fucking tree until your emotions stabilize because you can't see, you can't see like your what's going on at the moment. You're too stuck in the forest and you can't see out of the forest and you're stuck in this fucking forest trying <laughs> to see out and you can't see anything. But pussy and you're, all you're seeing is just um, all the um, benefits of this relationship, but there's so many drawbacks that are actually, actually hindering you as a man. And we've seen a lot of fallen fucking dudes actually... Like, how many dudes have we seen, like, get destroyed? Like, a buddy of ours just recently got absolutely <laughs> fucking destroyed, put on a fuck ton of weight, and um, lost who he was as a human being. And then he, like, became a shell of a man in a relationship that was not healthy at all for him. And it was sad to see that happen, but now he's on the he's on the recovery, so to speak. Mm. But then the thing is, at the time, we were just like, you know what, you've got to do you. We had a bit of a chat with him. But then he got to a point where it was like breaking point. And even um, Sim and I actually said a year ago going, yo, dude, we see where this is going to go. And we had a chat with him and he's like, oh, yeah, it's all cool, man. It's all good. But then real, realistically, he's like, nah, it was it. He goes, thank God I'm out of here. It's time to get it, control my weight, get my life back. And he goes, I feel like I can breathe again. So, mm. yeah, the cloud of emotion really gets you sometimes. You can be completely stuck in that cloud and it's hard to see outside of that whirlwind of a storm that you're in and back to what we were saying before about friends that's why perspective is so important if you can't see that's why you know we are tribal creatures we are we are made and designed to be within a tribe we are designed to have not only one pair of eyes looking or one pair of ears looking but you know multiple many and many close ones that we can rely on as much as we can with our own you know what i mean we're all linked to some degree that's why the tribe is so important it helps you see perspective that's why I always bring it back to that. If it wasn't for the close friends that I've had, for example, such as Andrew Reinhardt and a few of my other buddies that actually gave me some hardcore perspective in different points in my life, when I felt things weren't 100%, I was like, what do you think about this? Or they even came up to me proactively and be like, dude, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing and where do you want to go and what do you f foresee? You know what I mean? And 
it gave me perspective and allowed me to think of it in a sense that I wasn't clouded by that that emotion in that point in time and it allowed me to actually I'm not saying that any relationships I were or was in were bad by any degree but maybe I was in them for too long in regards to where I was and what I truly wanted and the things I wanted to actually actualize and do might have been aligned what so like alignment at the time then just exactly. misaligned over time yep we're like oh we're just going different places at the time you're like same when I met a girl I was like yo we're aligned we just love going gangbangs and orgies and then all of a sudden I'm like mm, I'm in a different place of not doing gangbangs and orgies so that's a little bit of a different spiel as well but yeah super cool so what about you boys like what was the hardest part like what was it like what was your breakup like the hardest breakup you went through and yeah just let's break that down um i don't know you want to go first reinhardt because i know you've probably got a plethora of breakups to pick from (laughs) 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 well thank you (laughs) yeah actually yeah your hardest breakup and how you got through that that'd be really great to know yeah, I think it's the the hardest breakup is the one that Tinder you mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, just a personal joke. Can you keep going? <laughs> yeah, so I think the hardest uh, breakups that you go through is the ones that you you feel the strongest for, right? So you believe like for some reason that this this person um is your jam you know she's like your your best friend and there is a, a a really deep connection and especially when you're like open and authentic and you make really good uh meaningful um conversations and do so many things together it leads you to believe that this person might be right and you get lo- lost in this illusion. And, and I think that's what made it really hard for me in, in this particular one is just you. I felt really strongly for this woman and I felt like really nurtured and cared and loved for. And what I later on learned is like, I need to get that lo- a love and nurturing for myself. And I always... You thought, wait, you thought you were going to get married to this woman as well yeah, and have kids with her. I remember you saying that on the phone yeah well i I did that with probably two or three girls yeah. <laughs> Let, let's be real um but I think like every every one that I left kind of tried to uh, maybe it's the universe God, you guys as friend pointing to me saying like you the love is within you, you know you can't find love and fulfillment and satisfaction through someone else you know I think that's the the key to to learn is that we we believe that we'll find happiness when we've got this certain person in our life or the certain situations in our life versus like, actually like life is pretty good if I'm authentic and I live from my, my own voice. Um, so yeah, it was <clears throat> quite really difficult, but I guess what really helped is yeah, a having really great mates and then b having the mindset of like, hey, there's maybe something here to learn rather than um, this is a really situation. And what opened me up even more is like having the uh, the mentality that there's something better out there for me. You know, I think we we always think that this is the best one. You know, I've lost the best thing in my life. You know, this is 
it's the creme de la creme, the bee's knees, you know, what the fuck, what am I going to do? <laughs> I think what a lot of guys as well forget is they also forget um, their baseline of what they let people get away with as well. There's a baseline that you have when you're a solid man by yourself as an individual and you have this baseline of what allowances you let people get away with, what things they can get away with. Then when you get closer and closer to a woman and you start, you know, giving yourself to the relationship and a lot of dudes lose their baseline of respect and lose their baseline of what they can let another person get away with, whether that's walking all over them, disrespecting them in ways that might not be direct in terms of, um, you know, like, uh, you know, in terms of in front of their friends and not letting them do things, the things they, they, they want to do or make them feel ashamed or guilty about the things they want to do. I think we forget the baseline. So I think anyone that's going through might be in a toxic relationship. Think about the baseline that you were at before you got into the relationship and think about that person that you were, you were that attracted that woman into your life mm-hmm. and think about that baseline that you had of all those masculine traits and all those strong traits, but not only that, also the feminine traits also really important, but think about the baseline you had as an individual <coughs> and where have you let that slip? Because I know the example that we used before, a close buddy of ours, I'm sh- 100%, his baseline was completely ripped apart. He was no he longer acting on, on, his, on, his, on his baseline. He, he just let it go on. He, I remember, I was, and it's not my place to say, it was like, I remember I was in the car one day and she was like, kind of like saying demeaning shit. I was like sitting in the background, I'm like, what the fuck is this? I haven't said something like, don't call him like little. Like my, my I won't say the exact word because I don't know who it is, but it's like my my little prince was a different word. I was like, my little prince. It's like kind of like, I'm like, what the fuck is this? And I could tell he wasn't really digging it that much. He was mm. just like, kind of like, he was just like putting up with like, I was like <coughs> sitting in the background. I go, don't say that. And the way you're saying it's very demeaning and very rude. And she goes, oh, well, it's, I'm like, no, hang on. Do you actually like it? And he goes, oh, yeah, when, when, when someone goes, oh, you, you know, they don't fucking like it. I could tell he didn't fucking like it. So that was that. But I want to talk about that because that was a really good point. Point Sam, like, you went through, I've, I've never actually gone through this. Actually, no, I did go through that once. And that was eight hours of fucking crying all the way back from fucking Adelaide. Eight and a half hours. But really, truly, like, you were with women for, like, a long time. Like, one of my mentors, um, a man who has fucking two girlfriends half his age now. Like, fucking crazy. He, he, he was married and he thought that was the love of his life, going to have kids. She fucking leaves him. And then he, he had to go through the fucking... I think you have to go into the darkness and really go into that pain, which he did. Then he came out the other side and found two amazing, beautiful girlfriends. You had that. Thought it was going to be the woman you're going to marry, have kids. Our main man who just... The reason we're doing this is because he fucking just... He just put on a lot of weight and lost who he was. And he was going down the same fucking track and he lost who he was, which is... It's devastating as fuck <coughs> to see this of like really good men. There's a really good concept, uh, uh, a, f- a philosophy concept in regards to the hero's journey in mythology that... that they use and it can be very much applied to what we're talking about here and that's the hero's journey is broken up into three stages and that's departure so for example leaving a toxic relationship that's really really difficult to leave but you need to leave the comfort the comfortability then you need to go on your initiation and then the initiation is a second stage stage where you have to go through hell and fire in order to grow and transform and then the return so it's a return it's departure initiation return returns coming back and being a fucking transformed fucking dude. And that's what relationships kind of make you do. You depart, you go through the initiation of transforming and you return fucking 
way fucking bigger, better, and stronger. <clears throat> and I've seen that with Andrew. I've seen that with Reinhardt. I've mm. seen the process of the debacha, the initiation, and the return. So it's mm. fucking awesome. It's clear, yeah. And every time you get stronger, and like you said, your boundaries get also stronger. And even like my last relationship, I I noticed that I was not getting not being out of touch with my boundaries and who I am as a person. And then I thought, hey, this is when I need to go, you know. For fuck's sake, you became a vegan. Yeah. He, be- he became vegan and lost all... Well, he be- yeah, he just got skinnier. <laughs> 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 he got skinnier. Let's call it as it is, mate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> mate, you look, mate, mate, you look, <laughs> you look, you look like, like a twig. An- you look like me. <laughs> you, look, you look like the Andrew now who's a pescatarian. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> actually, Andrew, you've actually put a bit of muscle now. I'm looking at you. Andrew's got his top off right now. He's flexing. So he's actually put on a little bit of muscle. I tried yeah. my best. But yeah, I'm like, fuck. It's, but you know, it was just... It's you, when you see someone for who it's like a trajectory. It's like, how can you find a woman who you're going to be build up and she's going to build you up at the same time? But then having those friends who are accountable. I don't think your last relationship was like too fucking uh, like toxic in that respect. I know, like you said, a lot of things like it was like there were some things that you would have done different. But with like in all the relationships that I've seen, it's like because we are constantly on the journey of growth. If we don't find someone who's in a mentality of like growth and driving and wanting to be consistently better and look at deeper look deeper to who they actually are as a human being it's fucking really tough to really connect with a woman on all aspects of life and go you know what I, and it's sad like the other day it's like kind of a joke like you met some chicks out and you had some fucking cool connect but you're like i kind of can't put my whole expression onto some girls because they can't fucking sometimes take it mm, totally 100 percent. they just yeah yeah, it's just you, you can't express yourself to the totality because they can't encompass you in terms of their capacity. They can't encompass you in your totality in terms of what their capacity to hold is. And not trying to like hold it back, but it's like sometimes you're like you're throwing little bit, bits of bait out there, just like seeing how they respond to deeper levels of philosophy and understanding about life. This is more like a bit of a dating route just right now, mm-hmm. but it's more like that. And then you're just like going, "Oh fuck, I'm trying to have some deeper, like more um, open conversation." And Reinhardt's all about that: sit on the campfire and sing kumbaya and like run naked in the forest, which we're, we're all about. Let's <laughs> <laughs> so connect by doing some eye gazing, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, you're right. It's, 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 it's actually really difficult. Like sometimes, sometimes going on, like I've, I've tested it out in the last six months or so, not to a full degree, but to a little bit. I've tested it out where I've gone on a date and I've been completely myself on the first date and it just hasn't gone well. We've been arguing butting heads there's been controversy they haven't understood my point of view which i kind of get it um but i can't completely express myself that's why and then i in the, in the whole another set of dates i went in toning it down massively of who i was just p- pretending to be the real average dude that was ignorant and kind of just blissful and mate by the end by the end of the date they were all all over it you're a big black jack guy. Just act like that. Yeah, right? just, just act like a big black jack guy. Don't act too smart. I don't want that. You can act, you can, then, but then later on you can grill them once you've already got them. Off. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies, on a side note, if you are a vegan, listen to this. Do not date sin. <laughs> <laughs> nearly five thousand hours of studying, like about plant. Oh, don't even ask. <laughs> This one goes too deep. Yeah. Anyway, we're, we're going off a bit tangent, but we'll go back to the breakups unless you got something on that. But the big thing was for the, like going to the fucking darkness and sitting in that pit. Let's like break that down because 
if I, I think that's a huge underst- a huge thing that guys try and skip when it comes to a breakup. Like, I am fucking struggling. I don't want to go this and I want to go and just hold on to that little bit, that glimmer of hope. And I've been there a lot. I'm like, I oh, one more blowjob. One more fucking, <laughs> one more cuddle. This time's going to be different. Mm. Yeah, I, I feel like it's like the, the physical sensations holding on to that, but then holding on to like, maybe she'll change. Just one more month, one more week. Well, one more thing. Let's see. Oh, yeah, she, she did something good. She, you know, she made my bed and made me breakfast. She's good. She's good. Mm. But you, you like, you eventually, there, there comes a point where you have to jump, and you have to jump from the good shit as well, if you know what the to- like, like the bigger picture good stuff is gonna be. I f- have you have you found a moment where have you guys found any moments where you've had to take because you you'll never know for sure. There's never one hundred percent. This person is horrible, evil, and bad. You always have to leave some good behind, and that's the that's the reality of it. And yeah, it's a sad. Yeah. That's a bit of a sad part, I guess. Isn't it just weighing up? It's like, mm. how is this benefiting my life right now? Like, mm-hmm. what what is what's her values? What's my values? Yeah. Are they are they colliding or are they um gliding, so to speak? And then like, okay, cool. There's a lot. There's a lot more that we're actually having benefiting each other's life, or there's a lot more that's actually like holding each other back from what we actually want to do. I think that's the huge thing that I looked into, and I go, here's this, here's that great hmm and really sitting down and actually like contemplating that a lot mm. but sitting in the fucking darkness i tell you that was tough like crying it out like this dude just recently as we know losing the weight he's like he was sitting in the fucking shower he's crying his eyes out he's fucking he's like sitting there going what's next oh, I'm, am i gonna find a girl like this and the but credit to him the other day the motherfucker was on the beach yelling affirmations into the fucking um uh, yelling affirmations yeah, about that. into cool. the water like going like there's people going around fuck like <laughs> uh, uh, like a gay looking um hippie jesus looking dude like me was holding the phone to him as he's looking at his affirmations and he's just yelling his affirmations into the water while doing sit-ups like like this about like that's it Oh, that's some rocky shit yeah <laughs> he's like he's like no more like you're gonna tell him i'm over this shit so it, it's crazy to um hear that but i told him for the for the um breakup stuff really sit in the emotion feel it express it have really great friends around you and then also have that time to really heal and be by yourself let the dust settle and then see who's actually there as well and have have really have that really time to go what who am I after this relationship? Because sometimes you get lost a year and a half of being with someone and you go, okay, what was the lessons learned? What can I do moving forward? Who, like all this shit is so important to reflect. And I think after you have a relationship, it's like really reflecting deeply on that person and the relationship you had and how you can do better for next time as well. Yeah, I think so many people forget that stage and especially you, Andrew. Um just <laughs> back in the day <laughs> um no, go through go through a relationship or a breakup and then uh fuck everything that moves for the next two months and go to orgies <laughs> yeah that, that that was a definitely I, I remember one one of the darker moments and a lot of the guys ask like how did i learn the fucking shit about like being able to um keep it up you know i remember like oh fuck it i'm just gonna put it out there i remember this time i went to this orgy this fucking really really fucking dirty orgy like in the middle of nowhere i'm not gonna say the place because it might give it away i went there with um sim and i went there with half a dozen other mates me uh, what <laughs> <laughs> i, went there I said you. no it wasn't me <laughs> no, it was another guy called sim Anyway, we went there and then I was like, I just came out of a, I just came out of this relationship. I'm like, what the fuck am I doing with my life? You know, this is all fucked. I got to the orgy. 
five minutes, like five minutes there, I saw this chick. She was fucking quite attractive. Let's just say she was um, quite the opposite. Anyway, she was probably about ah, uh, she was a big, she was a big woman. Anyway, I'm like, you know what? I was just like in such a fucked up um, place. All of a sudden, I took her to a room, and then all of a sudden, with after after about five minutes, my pants were down and, and things are getting real. And I didn't realize, I'm like, fuck it. I remember I was going for it. And like this chick, I couldn't believe I got it up. But you know what? Testament to the fucking shit I did. I did some fucking exercise in my head. Got it up with this fucking chick. Did some fucking crazy, chi- um, crazy shit. And I remember all my buddies walking in going, what the <laughs> fuck is going on? I was going to town on this woman like it was a fucking, like a slice of bread. Like her titties were so big, but they weren't. Like, it was fucking insane. And then I remember one of my best mates, the doctor, who goes to fucking Sim and goes, Is Andy alright? <laughs> At the time, I thought I was alright. I didn't realise how fucking delusional I was in this fucking state of, like, hurting so much. I was like, I was fucking away the pain. And I was like, you know what? I don't really care, but I want to be real about this. And I, I can't believe I got it up, but I was going ham on these fucking titties like I've never fucked before. And I was just like... Don't think about like fuck the way fuck away the pain. I was like, Jesus Christ! I saw Sim's face going, dude. I'm impressed. Like he was impressed. I was getting it up, and all the boys were just like there watching. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was it was really funny. I remember I remember, I remember walking into that room with the boys, and our jaws was kind of dropped open because we're like, where did Andrew go? We're like we just got there, and we were just kind of just looking around, sussing it out, being like, okay, yeah, this is this is what it is. And then we walked into one of the rooms. Andrew was butt naked, titty fucking this this <laughs> this land whale. He was going ham, and he saw us from the corner of his eye, and it was his face. I could see it. It was like trying to still be into it, but then also had the realization that we were all watching him. <laughs> that we just walked into the room. It was like a deer being caught in the headlights. Slash a little bit of shame and guilt all at the same time, like expressed on his face. But he was like, but there was a moment that clicked over after like thirty seconds. He's like. Fuck it, I'm still going through with this, <laughs> and he just kept going to town. He was like, I think he just, he just like something tapped into him like an exhibitionist. Is like, this is art. <laughs> this is this is an artistic expression of myself. Yeah, I'm fucked up, and you guys, you guys think it's funny, but yolo. <laughs> I, can't, I don't know. It's like six of my mates watching with this average fucking chick, and I'm getting up because I, I think I think I think average is an overstatement. <laughs> <laughs> Don't try to sugarcoat this one, Andrew. (laughs) But the thing was, I was in a lot of fucking pain. And I learned a lot from that. I was like, don't try and fuck away the pain. And the thing is, I'm just like, you know what? It's like when you get that nihilistic space after a really big breakup. It's like, fuck it all. I don't care about life. I'm just going to do the most fucked up shit that I can do. And I don't care about anything. I've been there like the fucking headspace. Like, fuck life. I'm over this shit. I'm just doing this. But... It was an insane night, but it was like, my mate was genuine, like, is he alright? Like, it was great to do that, like, fuck, it was insane. What about you boys? What are some fucked up shit that you've done after you went out through a breakup where you look back now and go, well, that was really out of character, but I was just in a turbulent, turbulent, turbulent spot after a breakup. It's crickets. It's crickets, yeah, I'm trying to, I'm trying to think. I don't know. I've kind of felt like I've been pretty balanced after breakups. I haven't really dived into uh, like hedonistic pleasure straight after a breakup. I think I've always given, allowed myself and given myself time. I think it's kind of the natural course of what it was, just what I felt. I didn't really feel like going bananas. I didn't feel like drowning myself in, in pleasure. I think, but I think a lot of people do that. A lot of people do drown themselves in pleasure or just try to like 
forget what uh, what emotions they're feeling but then it'll come back and grab you later if you if you don't if you don't sort of look at it and figure it out then and there how yeah. do you Reinhardt? did you i feel like you would also I'd, do the same i pretty much do the same as you yeah. said yeah uh, i would sit with it uh cry and do what i needed to you know um yeah i can't think of a time where i really went for it because you you're fe- going through the emotions i guess and um yeah, you're trying to figure it out, piece it together and move on. And that's a process. I try to, I think like, especially my recent breakup, like it was two weeks and I'm like, you know what? I'm, I'm, I know what to do. Like after my breakup, I just got to feel the feelings, got to like let it go, you know? And it's just after two weeks, I'm like, yeah, I'm sweet, you know? And then I'm like, no, nah, I haven't processed it. And so, yeah, it just takes time. Yeah, my uh, back then I've learned a lot, but fuck, it was just like, no, nah, I'm not gonna feel this. I'm just gonna fucking not feel this shit. I'm just gonna go feel even better. But I'm not feeling better after fuck some chick who I'm not into. Then I'm just like, why the fuck am I here doing these things? Lock myself in the room, have have some deeper thoughts with myself, then talk to my close fucking friends. That's the, that's the big <coughs> thing. And I we actually get like I'd love to hear perspective as well because you guys like have really good friends outside the circle a lot of our circles are crossed over but also you have some great friends outside the circle that we've created which is super tight a lot of guys actually ask how can i get some really um close-knit friends who i can open up and express some stuff to because it's super super fucking important i i i attribute to the man i am today with the the people who i've had in my life Definitely. I think to to track good friends in your life is to be a good friend, um, you know, and to have great friends that are authentic and genuine is to be authentic and genuine yourself. Mm. Mm, I think it's also like, <coughs> it's very much got to do with, uh, it's like an opportunity cost as well. Like, I feel like if you're in a social circle where you can be a really good friend, okay, and everyone else is a fucking shit person or they're real, like, you know, crappy vibration, if you want to use spiritual term, or they just don't r- reciprocate your friendship, you know what I mean? Or they don't reciprocate your respect that you, that, you, that you treat them with. I think you need to fucking work out from a honest perspective are these the type of people you want to be hanging around with because it's an opportunity cost to hang around with a lot of other awesome people that are out there that are are like you that respect you that will treat you and also are interested in the same things that you truly are i think you need to get around that fallacy and think about is everyone being genuine in my social circles are people wearing a mask and am i wearing a mask with my friends am i being mean that will often give you a good indication of whether they are your true friends or whether they are also putting on a mask. Do you feel like, think, you're, do you feel like you're holding back? Yeah, feel yeah, feel about... If, are you being genuine to your friends? Are you holding about, back anything? Or is this is this completely you? Because that will give you a good indication of whether that is a social circle you need to be, you're, you're in. Yeah. I feel like that's a real base, like, basic level of understanding. But doing just finding people within the same thing you're interested <coughs> in as well, I think that's super key. If you're super interested, interested in growth and you know developing yourself and you know mm. you could be interested in fitness or some sort of business or marketing or anything like that maybe finding people within that realm but it's a tough one mm. don't get me wrong it can take time to build like for example our friendship group took a while to build it didn't happen overnight you know what nah. i mean and, th- and then like the ones that were actually congruent and weren't didn't have masks and were genuine were the ones that actually stuck it out and stayed around yeah for sure oh 
big big time and I've, I've seen that through the years of us all hanging out it's like woof, keeping each other accountable being there 100 percent for each other and then allowing each other to go you know what put it all on the table and then we we go we've been through a lot of like tough times like a, a good friend dying be a good friend dying like highs and lows like tough situations um when i was like really starting off um sexual quantum leap really like sim reinhardt was there like yo this is fucking tough i didn't figure it out like it wasn't always me traveling around the world teaching dudes how to fuck for a living like this is not how it always used to be it's been a it's been a big difference and a big shock and like change of like now running a team and like having people behind this movement and still have coming back to my bros and go yo let's um shoot this um uh podcast because it's super key because i know like there's a lot of lessons in here that um guys can actually take away and start to implement in their own lives and it's um really important i i know the big thing for me when i was like building up the friendship groups and i like what you said reinhardt's like how can i be a good friend how can i like support and um build people up and be a a great um a great human being to them and just like really support who they are what they're doing and encourage them consistently and go you know what i got your back no matter what and then actually follow through not just with my words but that with the actions and you consistently do that and not be afraid to give your mates a bit of shit consistently like when i rocked up at sims one house one day and we fucking did a joke with him and then our, our mate was pretending to be gay then i jumped out of the closet and then i was just like there and then sim was like what the fuck and he didn't realize i was in the country so shit like this that, <laughs> that, 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 like all, all this stuff and like living with sim for like over a year now like doing like these things back and forth and then we'll, we'll swap and girls back in the day and that was pretty funny and then i pissed i pissed him off and sim rarely gets pissed off but i remember him coming downstairs and i was pretty excited <laughs> that he was coming downstairs because he was pissed off <laughs> about some stuff because I am, um, this girl's like, I, what is wrong with Andrew? Like this girl, like, um, who I was with and he was with, and like this, like this massive story. So like, these friendships are forged in fucking, like, through times <laughs> and, and with so much insane shit that happens. And everyone's like, how do you get these deep, like, really strong friendships? And it's crazy when we actually go on bushwalks and stuff, and we hang. When people see our friendship groups, they go, how the fuck did you guys get like so tight as bros? It's like. You don't even fucking want to start. You don't even want to know how this began. Like all the craziness of all these festivals and people. But it's the experiences that you um, have with your friends and giving them going, you know what? I know you're a wacky dude and I'm going to allow you to be the fucking full wacky dude that you are. Like Ron Hart's a wacky dude, Tim's a wacky dude and I'm pretty normal. So it's all, it's all, <laughs> it all works out like that. And I accept them for their wackiness. Yeah. <laughs> don't even know where to start there but um i feel like yeah like building a friendship group is like that you know a foundation where there's always something to come back to you know and that that bros that you know it, it feels like home and we haven't really changed much to our core and we're just always there to support each other and yeah like you said that is forged in time um because you can't trust someone overnight and you also can't just like give your support and nurturing to someone else that's not going to return it right so and then you're going to just be empty so it's these guys look after themselves and support uh, themselves through their own journey and that's why they can also give back is because they've filled themselves up they've got a full cup and they can give from that space Mm. oh what about the one we forgot i forgot this one your your fuck man your biggest breakup jeez that one really rocked you as well that mm. 
I'm trying to think which one. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm like, no, I'm, trying think, I'm trying to think which one, which one he's referring to. Yeah, um, give me, give me, give me. Ah, okay, yeah. Big, yeah I think yeah. that was your biggest one. Like, yeah. a woman, like, oh, yeah, yeah. It was so oh, similar yeah. to you, and then it just yeah, didn't yeah. work out in the end. Like, fuck, yeah. I've, I've, I've seen some broken men, like, go through this. But you know what? It's all part of it. If you're pretending, like, oh, I didn't hurt me, move on, next one. It's like, you're full of shit. If you, like, move on to the next and, like, you're unaffected like that, one, you're lying, you're not expressing the emotion, and <coughs> two, you didn't really fucking like the girl, and and you have to fucking look yourself in the mirror and wake up when you're fucking really yeah, upset about yeah. it. And I know that fucking... Re- I remember that, dude. You were... Yeah, that, that yeah, that was, was fucking. It was really tough, and it's okay. And for like a lot of dudes out there who think they, oh fuck, I've broken up now. It's been a week. Oh, I better get back on the game. I better get on back to out the there. Next, on to, on the to the next and shit. Oh fuck, my oh like my ex misses now. Oh, she's been a week. She's probably banged like three dudes. And oh fuck, I need fucking need to get out there as well. What am I doing? What am I doing? Like this, the all these things come into play because you're like, everyone's telling me to heal and chill and, and just get get go inside of myself and. Just fucking try to digest everything that's happened. But what is she doing? Is she banging someone or fucking like... I know so many dudes are thinking like that. They're like, what's my missus doing? What's my ex doing? Is she like, oh, she's probably not fucking digesting anything. Well, she probably is, but... (laughs) 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 That's that's the the, the train of thought. The old suppression. I I reckon she's banging my mate. I reckon she's doing it for sure. Yeah, 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 exactly. So it's okay to be like... A celibate for fucking six months, you know. It's it's fine if you it's, if if that's what you need to do. That's what you fucking need to do. Don't push it. This the, like don't rush it. There's no fucking need. Like, mate, there's been times where I've, you know, been celibate for like fucking like nine months. I've had nothing, zero ground zero for nine months, and I've just haven't felt it, haven't wanted it, haven't needed it. You know, mm. you maybe in this rare occasion I was like, yeah, maybe thinking about it, then it just fleeted, and it takes time to build it up to that want and desire to actually go out there and reconnect and <coughs> girls do the same i've actually met a couple of girls who, who, who have told me that because of a past breakup they haven't s- kissed a guy for two years or mm. they haven't done anything for two years haven't done and they're really caught good looking girls and i'm like holy i don't believe a fucking word but at the same time i can see the truth in their eyes i'm, I'm like yeah damn like this is what it takes like human connection like when you connect with someone so deeply and and it, and it gets torn apart for whatever reason, it takes a while to heal from it. That's what I'm saying. Even on that note, the previous episodes that we did, how to get a woman addicted to you like crack, like it's fucking some powerful shit. At um, even the one that we did, um, and fuck, it's just like insane. It's like you're you're affecting another human being's life, mm. and the thing is, remember, it's affecting you as well. Like sitting with that and. Ryan Hart and Simon fucking told me multiple times. I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to go do it. Fuck another girl. I'm going to do this. And then I'm just going to go on a hedonistic thing. And sometimes I'll like, go, I don't, I don't care what it's like a bullshit lie. I'm like, I, I got to really sit with that feeling and emotion. And then I can say like, oh, the cunt's going to crack again. I'm like, fuck. Yes, I am. And it's being completely honest with where I'm at. And yeah, Sims always said that. Ryan Hart's always done that. A lot of other mates are going, what the fuck are you doing? Like sometimes like that. And sometimes you don't want to hear it, but you know deep down, you're like, what the fuck am I doing in certain situations? Because you know what? They see the person who I am and the potential I have with the other women. And they go, dude, you're, you're, you're hanging around this type of person. And yeah, it's fucking sometimes the addiction to going, I'm fucking staying there because it feels nice and like good is the enemy of great. It's like, this is good, but I know 
every time what do you reckon guys about this it's like every fucking time we've gone through a fucking hard hard relationship like a hard breakup or really something really fucked up in our life we've always come up even better every single time but it's that initial going through like that lull of that fucking darkness and sitting with like i that that aloneness that's that was really fucking tough sometimes personally for me yeah and i guess that's the year's journey you know you we were talking about before yeah yeah the hero's yeah, journey so uh, yeah departure initiation and then, then return that's it you have to go through alone you know you can't like if you look at any superhero movie you know they they go through that journey by themselves mm. and you need to go through that even though it's really difficult you need to learn from that and you can't and it's kind of like you you, you don't need distractions and all those things you can only get gain that insight from sitting by yourself and assessing your behaviors and to recorrect them you know mm. it's kind of like you've you've got this like programming and it's kind of like you'll have that alone period to destructure it and reprogram yourself mm. into a better program for it's like relationship program 2.0 you know yeah um like there's a really re really really nice concept um when it comes to you know like any kind of hero's journey of having to go into that darkness and then pop out the other side it's so much fucking easier voluntarily walking that path rather than being forced to walk in that path so if you voluntarily walk into that path and be like okay this is what i need to do i'm i'm gonna initiate this and i'm gonna do it rather than being waiting for the point for example, we use, you know, you're in a dysfunctional relationship, you taking the action to leave the relationship and actually walking that path, even though you know it's going to be uncomfortable and dark and you need to go through some shit or waiting to get to such a point of dysfunction that it fucking blows up and she breaks up with you and kicks you out and be like, and, and, and is like, you're a fucking bitch. Get the fuck out of here. This is dysfunctional. She does it to you. That's going to be so much harder to be forced onto the path rather than being seeing for it for what it is and actually taking the action yeah because that's a little boy's fucking action yeah, I, i've, I've yeah. done it like i'm yeah. not gonna fucking lie i've done that before of like i'm gonna be such a fucking asshole so then she breaks up with me yeah and then all of a sudden you're like yeah that's right and it's easier then you try and call her and she blocks you like yeah so then it's actually you made it easier for yourself but what's actually fuck? harder in the long run little little, bo <laughs> little boy games yeah. like if you're listening to this even just on a side note like back in the day as i said like having multiple monogamous girlfriends like doesn't what the fuck is that and then like being a little bitch and being a little boy and, and trying to get acceptance by like women and trying to get acceptance from the world and all this other bullshit and trying to like hurt people so then i could feel better about myself it's you, it, it takes a lot of self-reflection and having a lot of friends a lot of fucking tears a lot of sitting in the fucking tension and going holy fuck did I really do this? And then you go, that's the growth. And then, like, you probably guys hear it as well, a fuck ton of like, how do you get to the point where you're at where you're like really cool, calm, collected? Like, Sim's been going through some shit with his body for over a year. I've never seen him fucking complain once. Like, he just talks about it where he should be really, like, 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 like really, like, if it was anyone else, they'd be, but the universe only gives you fucking what you can handle and he'd be like complaining, but he sits with that and goes, you know what? It is what it is. It's obviously for a fucking bigger reason. 
there's a reason that this fucking woman cheated on you and then you, she doesn't want to be with you anymore. I really see it's like there's always, that sounds some fucking hippie bullshit, but it's like there's a reason why this thing happened and it's here to teach you a lesson. And if you're not going to be willing to take the lesson, you're going to keep getting the same fucking lesson until you fucking learn. I know Ryan Hart's had some fucking girls consistently do similar patterns. I've had the similar fucking patterns. Mine's like, I'm playing Captain Saberho. Seems like had similar fucking patterns that keep repeating themselves. We all do this. The, I, I believe that the universe keeps giving you certain things, giving you certain patterns until you go, fuck, I finally learned this because it, it's here to keep you getting you be more authentic, to learn, to be who you are congruently. And that's like, oh, I'm not going to keep, for me, I'm not going to keep playing, I'm going to keep saving hoes. I'm like, <laughs> I'm going to find women at my own fucking, at my level and really we can build each other and grow each other. And it was just more of a deep unconscious conditioning that was keeping me at a fucking certain, certain level, which takes a high level of awareness to keep doing that. And I'm constantly trying to tweak this. Like, for fuck's sake, Sim was talking about like consciousness versus, um, consciousness versus your conscience and mm, like linking yeah. those. So I'm like, fuck, what the fuck, man? Like as much as you, like everyone looks at him like the big black fucking Jack dude with a fucking 10 foot cock. But then he's like talking about this shit and people are like, what the fuck is that? And Reinhardt sits in his room and, and does mushrooms and meditates and thinks about life. You know? <laughs> <laughs> That's been a running joke for a while now. <laughs> T- Tinder and mushrooms. <laughs> Best of both worlds. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. yeah it's, it's it's so for that. Like it's it's just crazy. Like going that deep, inquisitive, going deep in deep. And having inquisitive thoughts about what's going on, and then running those past some buddies as well. Yeah, it's it's quite interesting. I think it's like that that, that question of like what what does love mean to you, and like what's your like your learnt way of loving. You know, we see it through our parents and we uh, other relationships, and we're like, okay, this is n- how we need to act or interact within a relationship, and that's what love is. Like for me, it was like I need to be there to rescue someone's or be there for their emotional state, and then um, they'll give me acceptance, and that's love versus me just supporting them. You know, like with you boys, like I don't need anything from you, but we just enjoy each other's company. Yeah, and you're, we're you're Captain Saber Ho like me. Yeah, that's it. It's like either it's like the cap it's like the the captain or the ho. I think. I, in, in, oh no! Nah, I don't. I feel like in the all my relationships, I've kind of been the mentor, like more the captain. Yeah, more the captain. I've definitely been like the mentor. Think about it. All more like you probably know one one of them. Definitely the mentor in that one. Hundred oh, yeah. percent. If you think about it, they've all kind of been similar to that, where mm. I've kind of been the captain leading the ship, and they've just kind of jumped on for the ride and been like. This is a good ship. I want to stay on this ship. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This one's taking me to all the Caribbean islands. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, if you're in that position, you're not here to save anyone. That's the big thing. I know it might be a conscious thing. You're probably doing it so unconsciously and so it comes from so, such dysfunction. Like, I'm here to save this person. Like, fuck saving anyone. You're not here to save someone. They can save themselves. It's like, like we're here, like find a growth-driven person, growth-driven woman who's going to be on that same fucking wavelength and trajectory, and then set up something for the future. How can we go forward in the future and like really create something beautiful and blissful? Right now, I haven't found someone who I really want to spend that extended time with. I'm definitely open to looking and finding that person, but same with these boys. But it's I know there, I know you're out there. I know you're out there for all of us boys. Like 
finding a really highly conscious um, um, woman who has a lot of like, there's, there's so much there's spe- specific things, but what really is a fucking massive turn on and really what I love is like a woman who's willing to go deeper and think a lot deeper about life as well. Yeah, yeah, totally. I think I think me and you were talking about this yesterday, and I actually had a good conversation about my dad about um, what a life term, lifelong partner actually represents, and what they what they mean, and what they should should have. And um, you know, it was really interesting what he said. He talked a lot about obviously you need to have attraction. Don't get me wrong, because there's some level of physical attraction, but you know, you need you need you need someone that's actually gonna. Um, facilitate and you know allow you to be on your journey and path that you are on um wait i completely fucked that up let's move on um allow you allow yeah, you to be yeah. you and have your purpose and direction allow you, uh, I can't remember, I, I, i'm just trying to rephrase what exactly what my dad said it was so profound that it was so hard to like, grasp the actual like nitty-gritty of it We'll get your dad on the podcast. Oh my god, you need to get my dad on the podcast. That'd be great. He will actually, he'll actually, he'll actually give you so many fucking cool insights. It'll be fucking the Black nuts. Mamba Senior show. <laughs> Black, <laughs> Black Mamba Senior fucking checking in. <laughs> oh, dude. When when I when I remember the line that he said, I'll I'll, I'll come back to it. <laughs> awesome, that's great. Well, we're nearly coming to the end of this episode. I'd love you guys to like really wrap it up. Let's like do some like fire the fire round of just really going back and forth about what some really tangible stuff that some guys can take away that they can start to implement if they're going through a hardship now right now in a, a relationship what what is some like just fire them up and just go back and forward really so for me i'll just start off like for you sit with the emotion go into the fucking darkness it's it's and you're going to get through the light at the end of the tunnel it's going to happen mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, i'd say voluntarily accept the darkness and really walk through it like don't like wait for it to come like take the first initial steps and walk through it even though you're already past the breakup and you feel all the darkness coming in, like the emotions and all that kind of shit, voluntarily keep confronting it and walking into it, walking into it, walking into it, because you're going to actually get closer to the light if you keep doing that rather than waiting for it to actually hit you. Yeah, Every baby monster you sweep under the carpet becomes a dragon in 10 years. Mm. Jordan Peterson. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's good. I'm like, hey, fuck. I'm like, all right, Jordan Peterson. Like you got <laughs> yeah, and then the, the second thing I would say is... Um, gain some perspective through hanging out with your best friends or people that generally care about you mm. i got this one recently as well um from d martini talking about um mentors he goes write 200 benefits of what it's like being um by yourself so then writing that down and really reflecting on those benefits as well because sometimes we get just stuck in like but what about this what about the times we could go to like there's not going to be any other women like fuck remember the time we go walking I, I haven't had this like proper chat with you but like like fuck i'm gonna am i ever gonna find a woman like this again like all these delusional thoughts am i gonna find a woman i'm fucking bald i'm getting ugly fuck oh my god is a woman gonna like me now am i gonna be able to get a woman who fucking sucks and fucks me like this oh my god is it am i gonna be able to connect with someone then you're like holding into the delusion oh my god i'm getting older and it's all downhill from here it's like i remember having that conversation oh, with you when i was 25 oh. and i was thinking oh fuck i'm getting older I'm fucking, <laughs> you know i'm getting older it's gonna get harder I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I haven't, I hadn't even come close to my like, like, like halfway to my peak yet, and I was just like already thinking those thoughts. So that is how far the illusion is. It's crazy. Twenty five and thinking that, and now I'm like twenty nine, four years later, and I'm, ooh, almost five years later. 
and um, things have never been better. Yeah, don't suppress yourself in gym. The thing is, like, gym or business or just, like, actually sit with it. That's the big thing. I've seen that. Like, oh, you could suppress it with women, the hedonistic thing, but I think I've seen it as well from a lot of business dudes and entrepreneurs. They go, I'm just going to double down on my business and completely forget about that it happened. And I'm like, that's mm. not a cool fucking thought either. It's like, yo, it, whatever suppression of, like, what you want to express that's actually, that's happened, you got to fucking honor that big time. Yeah, it's going to affect everything <laughs> if you don't deal with those uh, emotions. Yeah, I think um, I think t- like take take the breakup as a real uh, catalyst to actually get your shit together. You know, get healthy, eat well, move more, go to the gym, train, focus on what you actually want to do, your business, all that kind of shit. Use it as a time of growth because that in that time of like severe growth, you're going to actually be able to facilitate and become the person that you want to become and then attract the person you want to attract as well in the future yeah and i think it's learning how to be by yourself alone mm. you know i think yeah. that's a very important aspect when people think they believe that they need to be with someone to be happy i i suggest try and learn to be happy by yourself alone you know doing your things really sit yeah yeah if you if you can't be happy by yourself and you can't be content by yourself then you're not going to find it in someone else i promise you that much we talked about this the other day um me and last we talked about the difference between being alone alone and being lonely and you can actually be lonely when you're actually with a partner as well and then like fuck why am i fucking feeling so lonely with this person shit and then if you are feeling alone and alone alone by yourself and you know you're feeling alone that's great but if you're feeling lonely by yourself it's got a lot of deep reflection i always say bored only bored you only get bored if you're a boring person you can actually sit by yourself and like oh fuck i've got to do something if you've got to do something it's actually an addiction to actually trying to constantly having that addiction like quickly i've got to be there got to do this thing i've got to look check that fucking notification it's like well where's that time where we just hanged out today sim and i and then even reinhardt and i just sat down and had a good chat about what's going on with life and just really being completely honest about so much shit and it's like great like having the friends where i can be me all of me and then they go this is what's happening it's fucking crazy like that's what a lot of guys i don't you know how blessed we are by having this like i don't i realize how many guys don't have that because they haven't it takes a lot of time and effort but you've got to forge those relationships like with fucking fire as well it's like let's do some fucking shit that we're gonna remember and then like let's just like go on these camping trips go these time trips away like have some experiences with chicks like fuck like we live together but then being able to go you know what have hard conversations when the other person's pissing you off i remember sometimes i piss him off he's like can't you're fucking annoying me you're too loud i'm like no i'm not <laughs> like, <laughs> but you know what it's a true friend of like him saying because he's like looking after himself because he goes, dude you're too you're too full on half the time i'm like all right i get it <laughs> and i'm like reinhardt get off tinder the i actually don't know how you lived with him <laughs> that's the question it's just like wow but you've so, got so, you- so many people say that <laughs> <laughs> i'm not gonna say names here but i'm just gonna give a finger metaphorically to all those <laughs> i said with pierre he goes mate i love doing business with you for the whole year and working on sql but my biggest criticism for you mate you just, well, you don't just. I've never met someone with more energy, and you just don't shut the fuck up. You like, you wake up earlier before me, and you go to bed later, and you still have more energy, and you do more shit. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? All I can say is, no one else has boundaries but me. <laughs> <laughs> I set the boundaries. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, there's not much more I need to say on the. Uh, the is there anything else you would like to tell about the, say about the breakups? I just want to say it's, it's all gonna be alright. 
So if you are going through something, you're going to be fine. You're going to be fucking fine. Just fucking focus on yourself for now. Don't worry about anyone else, you know. Get healthy, get fit. Focus on your passions and your directions and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, it will all come, man. Like, just you just got to put in the work. Chip, at, chip away at it every single fucking day and don't repress anything. Yeah, I remember oh, even le- le- leaving on this as well before having anything else. Like, for me, it was like when I went through those breakups, every time I went through a massive breakup, the harder it was, like, on the other side, holy fuck. I was like, I remember that time I went through the breakup and then, like, a month later, two, having two blondes in my bed, I'm going, this is fucking sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I that. that. Or going through a massive breakup and then just, like, going, Oh my god! It's like I could see clearly. At one I point, like, I was convinced Andrew was purposely just getting into relationships and breaking up with them for the sake of the growth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was convinced. I'm like, he's just doing this and purposely breaking up with them every six months just so you can grow more. I'm like, it's a cheat code. It actually is a cheat a code. Fucking cheat code. You, you go the most when you go through the most adversity and most hardship because I go all in with these relationships and then you so fucking sit there and you go through the fucking breakdown and then there's a huge breakthrough the other side. It could be a business opportunity. It could be an opportunity in life. It could be a fucking an, another insane fucking woman. You're like, holy fuck, I forgot about this. And God's like, oh, but there's no one ever going to be compared to my Pamela. Like, no, believe me, there's going to be two Pamelas around the fucking corner. Like my buddy, actually, I'll, um, Mr... Mr. James, he had the same thing. He goes, he actually came to SQL and he said this. He goes, oh man, I don't want to leave this girl because she's a stripper and she's hot. She's my type of girl, but she just fucking makes me feel like a shit human being all the time. I go, dude, get rid of her. I promise you, right around the corner, there's going to be a fucking woman who's going to be 10 times better than he goes, man, I don't believe you, but I'll do it. And he goes, he fucking, did I tell you this? No. Then he, he did that. He, um, he left her and then he's like at the retreat thinking, oh fuck, I don't have any girls in my life because he's just like, he's like a business dude. So he really focused on that. Then all of a sudden he fucking, he, after the retreat, he went to, out to the club the next day. He found a chick who was a circus performer. She was a crazy fucking um, chick. Did all these fucking crazy shit he learned in the course. He goes, dude, I just had the best sex of my fucking life because of that happening. He goes, what the fuck? He goes, it was true. He goes, I didn't believe you, but mate, you're a fucking whack motherfucker. And it happened. I've seen this numerous times with guys actually going through that breakup and they meet an amazing woman or they get an opportunity or they just get so much clarity about themselves. So it's like that breakdown is like so worth that fucking breakthrough. And now he like messaging me today going, dude, I've got about three girls I have to catch up with and I've never had this amount of abundance of women in my life. So yeah, it's just insane. That's crazy. That's just the concept. You're, you need to let go in order to pick something new up. You know what I mean? You need to like drop a basket and pick another basket up. You can't fucking keep holding on to everything. You need to let it go. Yeah, you can't be a basket weaver. You can't be a basket weaver. The more baskets you weave, you know, you just you just gonna <laughs> you, you just gotta you have to let the unicorn go. You yeah. need yeah, yeah, you need to let unicorn go, yeah, big time. Yeah. Sometimes it's not even a unicorn, you think it's a it's a painted horse. You know, yeah, that's yeah. it. <laughs> it's, a pain, it's a painted horse. <laughs> it's like that's it. What, what's the one about the pig? It's like a pig with lipstick or something. Yeah, like that. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a pig with makeup on. <laughs> pig dressed up in makeup. It's it's like still a pig, you know. It's like not even derogatory. Yeah, like, yeah, even yeah. Even as they're like who they are as a person, you're like, but like she gave me this awesome like sexual experience, and then you go, huh? Well, what the fuck? It was actually a pig with makeup. You take off the pig, it's like her internally. She was a fucking like, what the fuck? Am I staying here? This is fucked up. But. Mm. It's some crazy, crazy shit. Is there anything else, boys, you want to add for this? Nah, I think I think that's I think that's good. I think we I think we've covered quite a bit. Yeah, we're good. 
thank you so much for tuning in today and guys thank you for being here and dropping the bombs about breakups as i said collectively let's just say from we're nearly like 30 um say 10 years of like really properly dating like 30 years of collective experience about going through this about how to get over um breakups the most effective way thank you for dropping the knowledge as i said and thank you for like re- being real and vulnerable and giving me shit as always it's fucking always fun and breaking down and giving right heart shit and sim shit it's always fun but <laughs> and giving you shit oh mate i always, always cop it don't worry you know oh <laughs> uh, yeah it's, always, it's so much fun i love it yeah it's all part <laughs> of it but in saying all that thank you for tuning to the sexual quantum leap podcast it's been an absolute pleasure you being here today and as i said if you um would like to know more about what we do here, you can send drop a comment here or you can actually go to the Sexual Quantum Leap um, email. No, sorry, Sexual Quantum Leap website and you can talk to myself more there. And also, if you are looking into learn about more about some meditation and some mindset stuff, Reinhardt definitely delves deep into that and then Sim does some movement training as well. So you can go talk to him. You're going to be in the best shape of your life. Sim is your man for that. So yeah, if you need to know more about that stuff, just um, send me an um, email or find them on facebook or wherever platform is currently current and they will get back to you about some awesome shit as well 